Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. Wait, do you have a phone charger? No. What the fuck, Will? I do, but it's for the car. I have a phone God charger. God damn it. I have a charger. Oh, charger up. Finish your story. Finish. What was I talking about? I honestly totally <laughs> forgot what I was talking about. No idea. You don't. It's probably for the best. What was it? Oh, oh. you got uh, somebody texted you from the hotline. Oh, the hotline, yeah. Well, they just, they just asked if I was excited about Alinea. And I said, yes, I am. Um, and I told him I'm going to eat a fucking balloon. And then they sent me an emoji of a balloon. It was a wonderful hotline exchange. That's awesome. I'm so excited <laughs> about so that. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Could be anyone. I kind of assumed it was like Rudy or something. Are we recording right now? Okay. That was yeah. Becky, by the way. Oh, it was Becky? Yeah. God damn it. Bullshit. Fuck! <laughs> She oh. wa- she wa- I Not she was cool. supposed to tell you last night at dinner so you didn't like live too long in the in the moment. I mean it wasn't that good. I know, but like she she's like he's so happy. I was not that happy. So she didn't want to tell you. Cuz <laughs> she was keep like doing this to me. She was like she was going to send you photos from Alinea, but she's like then she'll know uh, she'll know it was me. Well, yeah, well now I know. Yeah. Fuck. I know. Yeah. Well, the people got to stop they they you, you think it's going to be nice. And then it winds up being not nice. <laughs> I told her it was okay to do, but it was like, we have to tell him right away. So you knew the whole time. I was in the room. When you were texting me yesterday about, I don't remember what we were, about getting eye drops. You And you decided to not to do the wine list. She's like, I feel like texting him right now, as, like as a, calling the hotline. And I'm like, you could do it. He'll be really excited. We just got to tell him tonight. Ugh. This is bullshit, Will. Agreed. Yeah, that's some Will brother. Oh, even even Will's upset. (laughs) (laughs) So excited. She's trying to make you. She made you happy, Max. I was moderately happy. Yeah, look how happy Will got. Hey, Will got real happy. Yeah, Will. Will hit the fact that it was his brother as long as possible. Yeah, it was weird. Maybe months. This is fucking strange. I thought it was pretty deep. Who's this? I'm getting a lot of. Oh, look at that! My old coworker wants to be my friend. You getting more hotline hits? Oh, she's hot. What are you doing right now? I'm looking at friend requests. Are we not even going to talk about dinner last night? This girl's got a great butt. Are we back? Have we regressed? Are we back to Max using Tinder? This is Facebook. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry. That's way more sophisticated. Why did this happen? Yeah, I don't know why I gave you a phone charger. I wasn't even that good of friends with this girl. I don't know. Will, how you been? I'm great. <laughs> are you ex- like? I feel like you're expecting us to be like incredibly excited about dinner last night. I would assume. I um you know, I got including your fucking fake hotline text, I got like It's not my text. Enough, Joe. <laughs> You're out of line. No, perfectly <laughs> in line. I went and got eye drops that we didn't even use. Yeah, that's true. Um I uh I got like five texts from different people being like, "Are you really excited?" Mm-hmm. And then I I told them yes, but I kind of like wasn't. But then once we once we got outside, my heart started racing and I got very nervous. Well, you were like freaking out that my sister was going to be late. We yeah, were but I was also time. just nervous. Like even when we were sitting there, like, mm. so it like starts off and you just you're at this weird long table with everyone. Oh. Uh, there's 16 people in, like, there's three tiers of service you can get. We got the middle tier, which is, like, the standard one, and there's 16 people in that room. What's up, Jamie? And you start, and you're all just at one table. The whole restaurant? Well, no, no. There's another tier upstairs, which I don't know how much. That's the salon. I don't know how much that holds. We were in the gallery, which holds 16. And then there's the kitchen table, which holds six. Yeah. Before you got there, uh, did did you smoke? Yeah. Not very much, though. I didn't even really get noticeably high, and I'm glad I I didn't. I was kind of high, but it didn't last that long. I have a high tolerance. Uh, But, I mean, I'm glad I didn't because, like, it's fucking, especially initially, it's, like, kind of disturbing. And Noodleman's sister didn't get there when we did, so, like, 
you're if you're in a party of four, there's you're sat with your group, but like so Noodleman and Becky were on the other side of the table, and it's a really wide table. It's, it's like, like two or three times the yeah, size two of the or, table. Yeah, it's really wide. So I was just sitting there by myself, and it's very, it's a very strange place. <laughs> like there's these like mobiles hanging from the ceiling that are all different colors, and they're spinning around, and everyone's like all fucking fancy. Yeah, it's intimidating. Like the the some of the I didn't really know. I feel like the the like captains were wearing suits, but the ones that were just the servers were wearing like. They're almost just like like samurais, those like all black things. They were wearing okay. You remember uh, Kill, a Nehru jacket. Remember Kill Bill? Yeah, remember it's a Nehru jacket. Remember Sophia, the French chick who gets her arm chopped off? Vaguely, she would wear like this black thing, and she they described her as a, a villain on Star Trek. I'm it's like, a Nehru that's, jacket. That's exactly what they were dressed like. Yeah, they yeah, but they did look like they could be like like thugs in a Star Trek villain's ship. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sitting by myself, and I'm I'm just getting I'm like kind of freaking out. I'm just a little high, uh, and then you all, um, yeah. So that was then I was getting I was like excited, but I was getting kind of like almost like scared. And then I remember, and I think it was showing because <laughs> like because after that you have one course there, then they walk into the kitchen, uh, and then like oh, one of the waitresses came up to me and she's like, "Don't worry about it. It's gonna be fun." Someone said that to you? Yeah. <laughs> the lady that was like selling us all the wine, she's like, it's no big deal, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. It you put me at ease. Freaking out. I was kind of freaking out. Yeah. Was that weed related? No. I mean, I've been anticipating this for like 12 years. Wow. Specifically Alinea? Yeah. I, I remember reading about this in high school. Okay. Um. Yeah. I read about when it came out. And then, uh, yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about. You were, you were in the second course. You oh. were, were waiting for Noodleman's sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she came. She's gluten-free. Late? <laughs> she wasn't late. We were early. Yeah, we got there at like Noodleman. 9.05. She got there at like 9.10. Yeah. But that, for, that felt for 9:15 like... 9.15 start. That felt like an hour to me. I know. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was getting worried about it, too. I'm like, she. I told her, like, you can't be late. Like, it's not an option. Yeah. I mean, it would have been an option. They would have served her food. Oh, and listen to this. So you're at this giant long table, right? You have one course there. Then you go into the kitchen, and everyone stands in, like, a line. And then they have this machine that, like, there's only, like, 30 of them in the world. And it, like, it's this, like, rotary shaker for cocktails. Yeah, you can fit four shakers in there. Yeah, and, it, and then they turn a crank, and it shakes, like, crazy fast. But, like, kind of like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in, then you have this course. It's like a riff on a pizza puff. And while you're there, you can see into the neighbor's next door's kitchen yeah. while she's just cleaning dishes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then when you go back into the dining room, it's not a long table anymore. It's just a bunch of tables. So each of your parties has their own table now. And it's like you don't – and I still don't really know how they did it. Like they had to have hidden parts of the table somewhere. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you're at round tables, but before you're at this truly large rectangular table. So we talked maybe there's pieces that there are to fill in the gaps of the round tables, but I don't even know if that would have been And they possible. could have, like, recessed into a wall yeah, or something. Yeah, that probably is how it went. Some of those round tables convert into square tables. Yeah, but that's not No, this this couldn't have... Actually, that happens in the opposite direction. And the one, Circle tables? No, no square round tables? tables can become round tables. But how would a circular table? Because if it has leaves underneath. But yeah, the leaves. But like there are no, up. there were no leaves, and there were, and when we were. Oh at yeah, the it was a tables, solid service. There's there no was table no tablecloth on it. And so, like, I ch- we checked underneath. Like, this is there's no pieces here. Yeah, it's fucking weird. That's crazy. Did you even notice them? Because ch- I had no idea that it was going to change. I didn't like notice it. <laughs> uh, Will's giving us the uh, continue signal <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember what my point was uh, I think you were just going through everything Oh, I was just talking about how I was scared And then you were but Then, the then nice I became la- less the, the nice lady said, don't be scared, and you weren't Yeah, okay. I mean, I did feel strange standing in that line Yeah, I didn't That wasn't that pleasant <laughs> Like, it was cool being in the kitchen, but it's like, this feels Like they're just waiting up for us to get out of here Really? A little bit. They were nice. But yeah, everyone was incredibly nice. But it's like, I can't imagine that they're excited to have the people in the kitchen. And it was like, I was, I don't know about you, I mean, I only ate my pizza puff because you ate yours. I was the first one of the whole Because I'm like, oh, it. he told us to do the cocktail first. And everyone drank the cocktail, and we're all just kind of waiting. 
And like, oh, I Max A1, I'll just. Dude, I fucking hate whenever you wait with food in front of you. Well, because I thought that, but I there hear, were multiple times where they're like, like when we were at Schwa, something like, yeah, was, don't eat up. that. Don't eat yeah. that. Like, wait. So I'm like, am I supposed to wait until this, like, finishes swallowing my cocktail? Like, I don't understand. What yeah, maybe words. they're going to pour pizza juice all over the pizza puff. Yeah, I don't know, man. Could've yeah, been. there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. So legit pizza puff? It Homemade. tasted so. It <laughs> 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 yeah, I think they got it from like a tasty video or something. So it was like a, it was a little off for sure. Uh, it wasn't. It was all fucking pretty. It was their take on a pizza puff yeah. that was like pepperoni flavored. And there was a lot of stuff like that where it's like, this looks really wild and pretty, but then tastes like something you know. Like there was like a banana split course where it looks like a mini banana a banana but then it's just not a banana it's painted as a banana it's like a chocolate and they like paint it with like spices and chocolate yeah then there's a drink that looks and has the same consistency as water but tastes like a maraschino cherry like it just tastes straight maraschino cherry but there's Mm -hmm. no red there's no it's all fucking viscous (laughs) delicious it was good i I didn't get that much of that by the way of the cherry they gave me a small pour i was upset Wait, really? Yeah, you guys all got a bigger pour at that than I did. I was a little... Oh. I, it was whatever. I remember it was great. I wasn't, like, that upset, but I was like, oh. Your fucking okay. sister wasn't finishing her food. Are you sure? Yes. I, I'm i very sure. I know she didn't have that much of, like, the epic dessert, but, like, what else did she not There's finish? There's two things. She didn't eat the caviar out of the soup, which is, like, this is, like, $400 caviar. <laughs> like, she ate some of it, but it's, like... You didn't. You don't want. Each say one any- of those little balls is probably like six dollars. You don't want to say anything to her. No, that was, that was the very first course. I'm not going to be like, eat your caviar. <laughs> <laughs> she's your date. Oh man, yeah. She, she's now. I mean, she's nice. Um, <laughs> it's okay. She's not going to listen to this. I, um, and that fucking truffle drink. Oh, yeah, she didn't like that, I guess. That blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so good. It was pretty good. It was like iced truffle tea. Yeah, something like that. That was fucking great. You got to go, Will. Well, you guys aren't really selling it. Really? No. Okay, what do you... I feel like I'm selling it. All right, well, could it, for so it was the far... Be- it was the best meal we've ever had. Okay, that's what I'm waiting for, because so far it, it's been kind of like ho-hum. Well, because it, it's not ho-hum. It was so stunning of an experience that i don't think either of us really anticipated we knew it was going to be big and crazy but like in a way that felt initially stupid and then progressively great they kept doing things where it's like they would start it and it would be like cut it out like when they the big dessert yeah the the bi- the, that's the big finish of the whole thing which is like the the chef actually comes out and serves everyone and they make a big display, and it's like there's a big puff of smoke. Well, it's like he's finished. Oh, like, so they take those mobiles that are on, that are hanging from the ceiling. They just take, they, a dude climbs a ladder, takes them off, and then puts them on your table. And then, like, then they start playing this, this like, fucking music. awful music. Yeah. This, like, new agey, like, music. But then, all, like, the, the chef you know comes out, and a bunch of other chefs come out, and they all have a different part, and it's all fucking choreographed. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, they're throwing, like, um, insane amounts of, like, powder and, like, giant things and, like, macaroons all over your table. Yeah. It's fucking. It's, it's, it's enormous. In, it's, it's the largest dessert I've ever had in my life. And it's like, like imagine, imagine someone gave you like a fucking barrel of fun dip. Yeah, and that's then threw, basically what it and is. And then threw cotton, cotton candy, candy all over yeah. it. And then they throw shit on top of the cotton candy that like crystallizes. And then there's all, then they start putting fucking things of sauce all over the there's place. Like freeze dried ice or something. Who fucking yeah. knows? And then there's chewy shit. Yeah, it's great. But they play music before they do that, and you're and just, it's, yeah, it's and so you're just, lame. You're just rolling your eyes, and like, come on. But and the then music, they start, and we're like, but oh, they, this is great. it's all choreographed yeah. to the music, and then yeah. once they start doing it, it becomes cool. Yeah, exactly. It did become cool. It yes. became super cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the whole kind of experience was like. Everyone started laughing, and then when they're done, the whole room started applauding. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> so is it is it a show? Yes. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. It's okay. it's like okay. it's. It's it's fucking insane. Like there were, the, there were glowing oranges. Yeah, they like turned the lights off. For, like the lights, like things like change colors for different shit. Or sometimes they'll just like pump air into the room that smells like candy. Yeah, 
It sounds very American. You know what I mean? It was American. Like, just like straight up take the regular and really whip it out of shape and show well, off. The, there, it was weird. The, the, it felt like it went... There was like two general vibes that things would have. Things would be like very experimental and like rich and like nothing you've ever had. Or they did a lot of things that like reference like extremely cla- like not classic but extremely like relatable American. Th- like there was this one course, the way they got to it was fucking nuts. But um, basically they reveal that there's been this like potato in front of you for the whole time, <laughs> and it's <laughs> Is it a magic show. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> And then they and then they take it and they bring all these fucking plates over and they start making a New England clam chowder in front of you. And then but then they take like this fucking thing that looks like it's meant to inflate balloons and they shoot the chowder out of it. But the consistency that it comes out is like Newman didn't think about this, but I, mm. I it, to me it was like it was just like when you take soup out of uh, like a like a can of soup and it's like gelatinous. Yeah. It's like it looks like that and then it's and it ta- and then there's like a bottle of hot sauce. They make their own like fucking hot yeah. sauce and it just with looks a, like a with cheap... a label on it. This is hot sauce. There's <laughs> lots of labels. This place mm. sounds crazy. It's fucking yeah. nuts. It's the best restaurant. It's I think it's. I think it's. I think you can make a strong. I like. I don't think you can say best restaurant in the world, but it is easily a contender for best restaurant in the world. Mm-hmm. It's well, easy. It just is. Is it? Would you, Would you say it's like new age in that the show quality makes it less dinner and more show? Um, I mean, it is dinner. It's like medieval. It's, it, it's like medieval times. No, it's not. No, that I think far. that's a fair. Well, I've never been to medieval times. But I think dinner that, and tournament. But I don't get the impression that medieval times the showmanship enhances your meal. I think it's just also there. This everything was clearly orchestrated in a way to enhance the flavors that you're going to be given. Like they, they just do shit that. I was like, how is this even happening? Like, there was this, they, they did a lot of things where they give you sort of like four courses that related to each other at once. Mm-hmm. And like, one of them, they just give you this like jar, and it looks like there's vanilla beans in it, and it has all the ingredients on it. And this, like, it, on a label that could be in a store, but they make the whole thing. Like, it says like Alinea vanilla bean. Mm hmm. Uh, and then, but it's just not vanilla beans. It's, it's like the, it's like a fucking beef jerky, but it's like this like ethereal like root beer beef jerky. Yeah, that tastes unbelievable. And you're like, but it looks like a vanilla bean. These guys are like wannabe magicians. They're better than magicians. Really? I think this is just artistry, it, and that they're it, fucking with all your senses in a way like you're not expecting this to taste like this. Ah, and I it, see. Like, okay, the first course is a soup. That has caviar and what was like a parsnip. This white thing. shit. The white shit and was great. So you, you're eating it, and halfway through, they interrupt you with a piece of meringue on this long piece of it's styrofoam this for some reason. This giant piece of this like giant white board, Which has and there's two, two tiny meringues, meringues at it. And then you eat that, and they say inside that there's this like fucking cinnamon saffron shit, and that's supposed to coat your mouth. And then it just, and then they say that'll make the soup different. And then it's a different soup. So that's the kind of shit they're doing. It's is, a different soup. Yeah. Wow. It's goofy. Very goofy. <laughs> yeah, but also consistently very good. Subvert expectations. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. and they just do stuff. Where, like, there was this thing. I don't even remember the exact way that this occurred. But at, at one point, there's, there's like, this coal that, like, yeah. stays with you for, like, like half the meal. That's brought out the, with the potato. Well, you don't know it's a potato yet. Yeah, but there's, we like, didn't know it was a potato, and then it's used to put on your squab to finish cooking it. But but well, it first comes out in this like this giant. It looks like there's like they turn the lights off and there's this like coal on top of what looks like snow, um, and then they light that on fire eventually. Um, and it's then like they, an incredibly classy version of when you've ever been to like a Korean barbecue place and they bring out the pit of coals. It's like an incredibly classy version of that. But it's just kind of the centerpiece. Yeah. To the table. It's just this coal. But then they wind up like taking the No, then they then they have that thing where they do like the Japanese shit and they brought out the bundle of lavender with dumplings yeah, on that's it. Right. And then the coal heats up the lavender and it smokes the dumplings in lavender. Mm-hmm. Then they bring out this like fucking onyx for a different course. They put the coal on the onyx and it makes like a smell, I think. And then <laughs> <coughs> 
And then they re- then they tell you that the, the whole potato has been well. First of all, the potato is under the snow shit, and it had been cooking for ten hours the whole day. The coal finished it off in smoke. Then they make the New England clam chowder. Then they bring you this like squab, and they put the coal on top of the squab, and it sears it. Wait, they put the coal. They put the coal on the the what squab? Directly. Is that a bird? It's a bird. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, little yeah. pigeon bird. Mm-hmm. That was the be- that that squab by the way is the best protein I've ever had in my life. I've never had something cooked better. Was that the main course? There wasn't really I mean, main courses. These places don't usually have main courses. That was like the main protein. It was just and the, the, so the coal's like moving around doing different shit forever. I thought I was going to eat the coal. <laughs> yeah, we was, definitely talked about it. I that. was certain that they're going to be like, and this coal is actually beat. <laughs> well, it's like when we got back from the kitchen and the tables were different, there was just uh, on each table a uh, wooden uh, bowl full of oranges. Like, and real oranges. Like, I'm like, these aren't fake. Like, yeah, like some of them are cut in half and there's yeah. like clementines in there and they still have their like big green leaves. They're like really nice looking oranges. And then they serve as like this orange themed dish, which included these glowing oranges. Well, yeah, they turn the lights off and there's these fucking glowing things that look like facsimiles of oranges. Yeah. And then they give you this other thing that's like an orange based dish. And then they pour this fucking liquid into the giant bowl of oranges and your whole fucking room smells like oranges yeah so it the, shoots orange smoke in your shit so the orange bowl was there for a reason the whole time it was just there for like half an hour so you just like, have this like yeah. orange theme period where everything's orange yeah that this place sounds insane it's insane it's, it's incredible so at any point were you confused as to what to do or eat or how to eat no uh, they explain everything and a lot of the things are like i kind of appreciate like because there, there's things like like the, when there was like the vanilla bean thing there, that mm-hmm. was with the squab and with like a they bring out the this beet. like yeah the yeah. beet and they bring out this like foie gras thing that was probably the single best bite on the giant piece. The foie gras of thing was with the with the morel, I think. No, it wasn't. Who cares? It but doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> uh, but it's like, and they just say like, "There's no right way to do it. Just fucking yeah, just like do it whatever you want." What kind of utensils? Changes with every course. Yeah. They got a different one. You ever get chopsticks? Yep. Yeah. Nice. That was for the <laughs> that was for the noodle. Oh yeah, the, the when it wasn't a noodle, it was the paper. Yeah, but it was called the noodle. But so the, they turn a langoustine, which is like a really good version of a lobster, into just like a sheet of paper. And then it's in this bowl of broth, and then you sort of with the chopsticks, you like push it down into the broth and it like rehydrates and becomes like fucking dope then you drink the broth and then that's when you eat the dumplings mm-hmm. the lavender dumplings it's goofy it is goofy. so did, are they like there's a word search yeah what <laughs> when you get I'm... back from the kitchen there's a word search the menu is a word search it's like a kitty menu yeah yeah and then uh to take home they give you an answer key oh my god <laughs> well and it's, it's it's fucking wild so they give you the physical uh they give you the physical sheet that is the word search, right? And on the back of it, it's just white. And then the menu is like a fold-out that is twice the width of that word search. And on the front of it, and it's see-through. It's a translucent piece of paper. And on the front of it, the part that the transparent part that goes over the white part is what everything actually was. And on the back of it that covers the word search is a key for the word search. Mm-hmm. I'm not really following, but it sounds cool. It's fucking wild. <laughs> We should have brought it. <laughs> you ha- oh yeah, you yeah. They give us home. those to take home. Yeah. And then, but like, the, and then it's the names of the courses, but they're just like, it's just like the like gestalt of what that course. Wet is. snow. Yeah, it'll say shit like that. It'll just say like umami. Pizza puff. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Did it say pizza puff? I don't remember. Oh, the only one I remember said is pocket. I just remember wet hot, snow. That's one I definitely remember. Yeah, it was like it was kind of it, 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 that's based, it was kind of like a hot pocket, <laughs> but cold. It was. It cold. was cold. It was room temperature. Oh. Yeah, that's cold. I guess. <laughs> not hot. What is cold? It's not like it's not like iced pizza. It was wild though. I was like it. Um, the, I was like speechless a lot of the time. Well, yeah, like, Ma- I, I, Max- I kept catching myself with my jaw. Yeah, I dropped. saw multiple times. Okay, restaurants. Max is usually like, "Fuck you! What are you doing? That's insane!" And he would do that at Alinea, but he would not do it out loud. He would just shake his head a lot. <laughs> It was just wild. It was, yeah, it was really strange. Oh, man. It was just like, I didn't know. It was, it was much better than, it just made every other restaurant. It was like every restaurant was like a bicycle and this was a car. What did it make you think of other food? 
Like what, looking back at Bavette's, because remember we went to Bavette's on Monday. Bavette's is like a really good steakhouse. And we were joking, like, what if Bavette's is just better than Alinea? No, it's not. <laughs> Which we knew it was not going to be, but like Bavette's was that. fucking great. I was expecting to be disappointed by Alinea. Well, yeah, only because the expectations were so high. Right. I like I was expecting that. it to be good, but being like, all right. Yeah. Like I was expecting it to be a lot of like show, which it was, and mm-hmm. I was. But I guess I was expecting. I don't know. I guess they gotta give you your money's worth somehow. It winds up being. I mean, obviously it's not cheap, but it's like I thought it was. They were gonna add on like two, three hundred dollars somehow, no. and they just don't. Like they don't. Like the fact that you don't tip, they give you a lot of drinks for free. Yeah, and like I think I would never do the wine pairing there. Yeah, you mentioned that you declined the wine pairing. Is that an Oriole uh, fix? Like because of your experience at Oriole, it, a wine pairing would be weird here, because it's like. It's not like sequential. It's like it goes all over the place. Yeah. They can't just like get, and it's like you would have to drink so much wine, and like I don't drink as much as I used to, and I would just I would have gotten sick. Like I wound up having, I had. I mean, they give you a glass of champagne, they give you a cocktail, and then I then we got this like bottle of like rhubarb cider, mm-hmm. and then I got a glass of wine. That was all I had, and I thought that was I was like, I'm, I wasn't like I. I if only I had had more liquor. Yeah. If only I had more weed. <sighs> and it didn't, like, I spent, we spent comparable amount at Oriole for two people than we did last night for two people. But that's you because. Don't, you don't yeah. tip. But that's also because we got slightly more drinks at Oriole, but still, like, it's not that much more expensive for what you get. If you did the salon, then it's like. I mean, it's, it's so silly to say it's not that expensive. It's still a very expensive yes, meal. Yes, it's still over $200. But compared to things, I think compared to things of that caliber, even disregarding the fact that it's much higher, mm-hmm. it's a good deal. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I I didn't have any... I was kind of expecting it to be like, they're charging this much based on reputation. And yeah, I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's like, this is just great. How long have they been doing that show, Dinner and Tournament? i think it's become more like showy in the most recent iteration Mm -hmm. you don't think 1.0 was this way at all i think it was a little bit i don't think you like moved around like when you read about it in high school i I you would read mostly about food i've also garnered this from andy Haler's blog okay he's been to like three iterations of it they changed shit. They like they they closed the restaurant for like half a year last year, and they just totally rebuilt the restaurant from the inside. Hired some magicians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tips. <laughs> it was goofy. I think I think people should go. Yeah, I, I do think people should. Yeah. What, uh, I just think it's like, I, I don't know. I just think people should. I think everyone should go. You think it's like something everyone should experience in their life? I think if you live in Chicago, you should go to Alinea. I think you should just save it. Like, if ever you go to restaurants, like, let's say you go to restaurants twice a month. Don't for a few months. Mm-hmm. Go to Alinea and have a thing that you'll remember forever. Yeah. Or have a meal. Like, they're in, they, they, there's there's periods where the whole dining room in unison would start laughing. Yeah. And there's periods where the whole dining room in unison was totally silent. And they, they had you just, like, they were in complete control of what you were feeling at any given moment. Did you take any cues for your stand-up? What? Did you take any cues for your stand-up? He's saying, did you act? get any? Did you learn anything there? Learn anything night, about uh, commanding a an audience? No. <laughs> there was that. There was gay. that. There was that server who kept cracking jokes. Oh yeah, there was this guy. He's like a fucking improv student. He was funny, but I, was he, like, I, I think Max was a little bothered by it. Well, I just felt challenged. I know. <laughs> I felt like I don't want to try to outriff this guy, and I don't care right now. <laughs> I kind of wanted to try to. I mean, I was out of my element. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Jealous of the waiter with his. Well, he was clearly much more relaxed in that environment than we were. Yeah. I mean, this is his job. Like he made the clam chowder for us, and he he, he had a good like control of. Yeah, like, he did. Yeah, he, he was very metered, and he wasn't bad. No, he was probably a funny fucking guy who did improv. Yeah. Just, oh, but that's what. Uh, so potentially that could be your. It was. I mean, yeah, it was kind of weird. I went into it being like, I want to see if I want to work here, and I felt like I was thinking about it today. It's like I was a little intimidated. Like the pe- the people who work there are cool, and they're like real fucking suave. Yeah, good looking. 
Uh, some of them were. Some of them were. None, none of them were, like, terrible looking, but uh, some of them were hot. There was that one, uh, like, thin waitress. She was super hot. Okay. I would say most of them were not that attractive. There was one guy yeah, who was new, like a... and he was, like, trembling. Yeah, there was... weren't, like, models or anything. Mm-hmm. No. So. Were there any kids there? No. no. Also, you mentioned that Joe's sister is gluten-free. She is. They did a good job accommodating it. Yeah, it's it really wasn't that much. It was like of the fourteen things they gave us, it was like three or four things they had to give her like an alternate version of. I counted. There was twenty five total items. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So like they gave her an alternate pizza puff. The foie gras came on like a some sort of bread. The foie and they gras. They gave her a different thing. The foie gras looked like this like weird alien medicine. It was like it. It was like on this square, yeah. And then it was like it kind of looked like a see-through ravioli almost. Yeah, that's what it, it was. But the bottom of it was hard and opaque, and then on top of it there was this thin film of something, and then there was like really thin strips of black over it, and it just looked like something that like like a Klingon eats when they get a catch cold. <laughs> Star Wars. Star, Star Trek. Trek will. <laughs> You've been so gay this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the food was good. Food is great. The, the food is as as it is the. I mean, aside from all, like, I enjoyed all of the like theatrics. Yeah. That, aside from all of that, it is the best food I've ever had. Okay. I think that I think that Chua is on par, but yeah, Chua is a mess. Why did they? What's with all the pomp? What circumstance. What? You sound skeptical. Well, it, it seems why like, did they it's do? Like, oh, this food is so good like don't you think that it can stand on its own without the because show? i think they're trying to enhance it like, okay. it totally enhances okay. yeah, and yeah, it yeah, does yeah. like having that extra atmosphere changing the lighting adding things adding smells to the room like you wouldn't consciously think of like oh yeah i should totally dim the lights when i have this dish but like when you do it when it happens and when they are imposing the environment for you where you have no say or input over it at all it definitely changes the the whole experience like why do you go out to eat i don't okay why does one <laughs> go out to eat like do they why why do people tend to eat out with someone with them as opposed to just by themselves like it's not just about ingesting food it's not just about enjoying great food that's mm-hmm. obviously part of it that's obviously central but you go to like have an experience and they are taking that um very literally yeah they, they're like uh, do you mean? Yep, absolutely. So I, I totally when we were at Schwa, I completely appreciated the lack of pomp and circumstance entirely. It's like there's no show here. It's just like fuck you. It almost great served food. as a show. Like yeah, that be, was the lack of the the lack of extravagance was the the tone of what you were experiencing. It's like punk rock. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, yeah it's and like I liked that. it. I liked it a lot. But last night was t- in the completely opposite direction with pretty much more or less the same quality of food. And it. I think it's was as good or better. Yeah. Consistently. And it was a, certainly a more enjoy. It was less uh, laugh inducing because, like, it was much. Schwa is so much more relaxed. Yeah. Than Alinea can ever be. But, like, I will remember that dessert. Uh, them serving that dessert for a very long time. The, that de- that dessert is the most ridiculous thing I've ever ate in my life. Yeah, and we were the only ones who it, ate it's it. All literally, it's like this big. It's an absurd Max amount. Is of holding dessert. his arms over his head, <laughs> past his shoulders and elbows. It's like I'm the sun. <laughs> like you caught a big fish. <laughs> it, but yeah, it's just it's absurd. Did I already ask if there were kids there? There's you did, no kids. and there were no kids. I read yeah, yeah. Uh, once there was an issue. Someone, uh, like when it mm. was very new and it didn't have quite the reputation it had now, someone brought a baby and the baby was crying. And they're like, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> do we ask them to leave? We can't. A lot, everyone else paid quite a lot of money for this. Uh, the baby didn't pay. Get yeah. it out. Because <laughs> that fun dip dessert, my, my kid would love that. Oh, a child fun would. Fun dip yeah. and uh, cotton candy. A child would go nuts for that. They, they, uh, <laughs> I feel like going just for that with her. You know, I'm, you would. I mean, I I don't know if you have the capacity to like food because you never seem to like anything. <laughs> you, anyone would like. I that's think, what. That's my question. Is like the layman. Yeah, know? I think that the. I don't think that it was. It, it it's. They are doing. 
they are appro- a lot of what they're doing is approaching very not cerebral flavors in a extremely artful way. Mm-hmm. But a, like a lot of the things, like you you would be totally familiar with the references. They're like like pizza, oranges, like <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've had an orange before, right? I know these. <laughs> yeah, or they do like. Like I've been to restaurants that are much worse that do things that are far more complex that are not anywhere near as good. I yeah. think you would initially roll your eyes, or the layperson would initially roll their eyes at the pretentious presentation. But once you start eating it, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, this is great," mm-hmm. and that would all go away. And not only would it go away, it would feel like you appreciated the pretentiousness of what they were doing. I feel like I, I'm picturing the chef as like Job Bluth from Arrested Development. Um, Will Arnett's character in Arrested Development. Well, he's got a fucked up neck. Yeah. Do you know his story? He had, no. He had cancer. You don't know the story? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I do know the, the story. Ton- he, you, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy. They said, they said, you either got to cut off your tongue or you're going to die. And he says, I'm just going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know the story. <sighs> Yeah, that's, that's why his, that's why his food's so good. He got fucking tongue cancer. They had to shave his neck off. Ugh. He got a thin ass neck, and he talks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really quittened up his voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe Quinn's just got to get cancer. He looks so serious. It was also oh, cool yeah. that he, he was, was in there. the kitchen. He was like on the line basically. When we were marching in the kitchen for the pizza puff, he was just there plating stuff. Yeah, like arguably the most famous chef in America is like talking to a busboy. And then he serves the dessert. Yeah, he comes over and he looks like as serious as someone could be. He just throws powder all over your table. Yeah. Uh, did you have to wear one of those uh, protective smocks so you no. don't get any of the powder on you? Nope. Like and I was I thought group? about that and it's like it just dissipates so so mu- so well. Nice. Do you know about the balloon? No. I got the balloon all over my phone. You get a balloon. Yeah, they give you this fucking balloon. It's kind of one of their staples. Helium. But what I didn't realize is how like. It's just blue. It's just it's made of taffy and mm-hmm. it's sticky as fuck. Yeah. It's really tasty too. It's like an apple balloon. It's full of helium. You gotta go, Will. Did you? You gotta go, and we you can, we can have you on the podcast. You can tell us what you thought of it. <laughs> I have to like get reservations. Now you have to buy, you have to buy tickets. You have to buy tickets for at least a month in advance. So now for July, you might be able to like, get into the salon or something. Never. Yeah, <laughs> just get rich. Would you want to go if you? Okay, you want to go back at some point. I'm going to go back. You would you want to do the same gallery? Would you want to do the gallery? Or would you want to do the the kitchen table? Uh, I would do salon or the gallery. I wouldn't do the kitchen table. What, what, why you no interest? You're not curious what the kitchen table would be like. Not really, because I don't think there would be any of that pomp. But you'd probably get like way more food. I think that there is, they do a bunch of weird shit in there. Okay. Heard sometimes they put a whole animal on your table. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. And you don't want to do that? Who cares? You would care. I'd be fine. All right. What are you doing right now? I'm looking at Instagram. You're on a podcast as we're speaking. Yeah, I'm, I'm very connected. Uh, anything good on Instagram? So Chicago Magazine just said that uh, Alinea is the number one restaurant in Chicago and Oriole is number two. Like, this just came out? Yeah. This just did. I heard about Alinea yesterday, but then Oriole posted their number two. Have they right heard now. about Schwa? I feel like Schwa's been forgotten. I mean, do they even have, like, a top five? Like, my style of top five? Yeah. No, they did a top 50. Where is Schwa even on? There? I didn't. I didn't look at it. I only saw the Instagram post from uh, from those both two. those places. Yeah, because I think they were like, "This is neat that we're one and two. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing about Schwa is like, it's it, to to learn about it now. It seems like this amazing thing, but they've been doing that the exact same way for like ten years. Do you think Schwa should change, or do you like it the way it is? I like the way that it is, but it's like. I don't think that, like, Alinea is all about, like, we're going to keep reinventing ourselves. Schwa's like, we we just don't do anything and make good food. Yeah. That's it. But they keep changing their menu, too. Yeah, but that in a, that's not a good elevator pitch. Do you know what I mean? They're like, sure. we, we frequently have new items in our menu. Exciting. <laughs> so does Applebee's. Do you know what I mean? Schwa is hard. Like, Schwa, if you were impressed by Schwa 10 years ago, what are you going to do? What are they doing to make someone stay impressed? New flavors. 
I can I see what you're saying. I'm right. <laughs> I mean, but that's essentially what some a place like Alinea is doing. It's just all the extra stuff that goes with it is makes it more memorable. I mean, I think aside from that, Alinea also like has its story. Alinea is um Alinea is on like the the world's Alinea is like on the San Pellegrino list. It's rated like 7 in the world. Sure. Um Alinea has had Alinea is the only restaurant ever in Chicago to immediately get three Michelin stars and keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, nothing else has done that. No, I'm not saying Schwa is as good as Alinea. Yeah. But I'm saying Schwa's quality of food is equally... It, it, it's very it's much up, in the same ballpark. It's up there. I, I mean, I, I probably think that Schwa is number two. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, I just think... It's my I mean, two, Max. Oriel, Oriel is a year old. Yeah. Are people going to be like, you got to go to Oriole 10 years from now? Or are they going to be like, yeah, Oriole is really good. Like, I don't think anyone thinks Schwa is bad. I just think that Schwa, Schwa is like the U of restaurants. Yeah, I, I think that in multiple ways. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, oh, I guess we could book him. He's not like a headliner, though, right? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I haven't thought. <laughs> He's not wrong. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> so Schwa is like sad? No, no. Schwa's, like, Schwa's like incredibly cool and misunderstood. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's just, and it's not. I mean, Schwa's also like not put together at at all. It Schwa's literally less put together than an Applebee's. Yeah, like when we walked in there, they asked us to walk out. Yeah, and we we showed up two hours after they opened. And they weren't open. No. Because they didn't have any reservations till seven. The place opens at five. We show up. We get a reservation for seven. We show up at like six fifty-eight, and uh, then they go. It's silent in there. It's fucking scary. Yeah. You walk. You walk through. So it's like a boarded-up building. Uh, it just says Schwa above, and there's this like, like canvas door with like a shitty plastic window, and then you, you and that's the vestibule. You walk through that, and then there's like a tattered black curtain like it's it looks like it's from a pirate ship it clearly <laughs> they have never changed it it's it's like seriously a falling apart piece of piece of two pieces of cloth that you part your way through like you're going to a drug den it's like fucking this tiny satanic room with a bunch of like drug addict looking chefs in the back working furiously in silence they don't notice you for a while one of them comes out and they say like who are you guys yeah there's no there's no staff there. There's just like five cooks. Um and they go like, "Oh, you got a reservation? Uh we're not ready. You got to wait outside." They come get you after you waited outside? No. no. You just got to no. come back in at some oh So God. Joe and I were the first people there. Then like a bunch of like weird arty couples started showing up with bottles of wine and stuff. Yeah, cuz it's BYOB. Yeah. They don't they don't have a liquor license. Um and so and then people keep going in, getting kicked out. Event- so <laughs> yeah. then everyone's standing there, and one like one group just tries to go in again, and they go in, and then people are like, "I guess we'll go in too." Yeah, that's what happened. So punk rock. Yeah, yeah. I appreciated it a lot. I-, I thought about leaving. I was like, "This is stupid." Yeah, initially I thought that, but then once you're in there, especially once you have something to eat, you're like, "This is great." Yeah, as soon as you start eating, then you're like, "Oh, it's oh, it's all right." Yeah, <laughs> everything is right with the world. <sighs> They're very similar in that way, uh, Linnea and Schwaz. At first, you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you just start eating. And you're like, this is great. Yeah, it's just I respected the amount of control over every aspect oh, of Linnea. Oh, for had. sure. It's very much like a showman at the top of their form versus someone who like learned all the chops but like doesn't care about making the presentation nice. It's f- that fucking staircase, too. Yeah, maybe you want to go upstairs and look up. We'll it was just so like... Um, Seemed like it was from like Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep getting like Disney World vibes. From <laughs> but it's like it's like it feels like kind of like it. It's just got this like weird thing in the air where it just feels like you know, like a hallucination. Like just like the geometry of the stair is so like exaggerated, but it's a very simple stair, and it kind of like it gradually spiral like like bends over the whole dining room you're in, and it's just like um, just fucking odd. Mm-hmm. But really nice and really simple. But it's like it's just so like like this is just not how buildings are. You know, it's hard to explain. Yeah, if only we had like an architect here, he could like <laughs> really explain it to us. Oh, look at Will, so gay today. <laughs> I know you're talking about you. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> gay means happy, guys. <laughs> oh my god, Will. 
This is the best Will's ever been. Sorry, wait. I want to go back to it because I have a question about the women. What did the women think? Are you talking about... Your uh, women. You're talking about Becky and my sister? Yes. They uh, liked it. Everyone really liked it. Yeah, everyone liked it a lot, although apparently Max was upset that my sister didn't like a couple of things. And she didn't have that much dessert. But that's about it. Otherwise... I mean, it was very filling. Oh, yeah. We were the only ones who ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there, were, there were a few tapes. I think some of the people that were it was just two people, like... I mean, I they didn't get quite as much, but they still got a, a lot. lot. Like, yeah. and it's like that. It really, it's a truly large dessert. Yeah, it's an incredibly large. Uh, Becky loved it, and my sister. She really liked it. Yeah, she liked it a lot. She had been to other nice-ish places with a friend of hers who really likes upscale places, uh, and she's like, "This is clearly the best one." And her friend hates Alinea. Which is so stupid. Yeah. That's so stupid. She's the stupidest person in the world. When my sister told her friend that she's going to Alinea, her friend's like, why? Like, why would you do that? And this is a friend who, like, goes to Oriole twice a year. So, yeah, like, it's not about the money. Stupid. It's about, like, I don't think Alinea is good. And we were there, like, Alinea is way better than Oriole. Like, That's not so a- stupid. Yeah. Like, they weren't. But I, I had heard that that her friend wasn't into it prior to going there. And it kind of like, I was kind of like, maybe this is, this place is overrated. Like I could see that. I still want to go, but I was, I was totally open. I wasn't just opens the wrong word. I was, I was truly expecting to be disappointed. Uh, and it ex- really, really exceeded expectations. I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you go back to first? Bivets or Alinea? Alinea. Well, I mean, <laughs> Alinea feels that's a weird question. Okay, if you could go to one tonight, you would go back to Alinea. Oh, yeah. <sighs> See, because that feels like such a special thing. Like, I'd want to save it. Sure, I get that. Whereas Bivets is like, this is. Bivets was amazing, but, but in totally ob- is like, opposite you get direction. Like, you get like steak and yeah. like Brussels sprouts. And it's like dim the whole time. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's so dank in there. Man place. Sure. Yeah, we, we sat in like velvet chairs in the middle of the room. Guy stuff. Yeah. They give us free spinach. <laughs> I love candles. And champagne. Yeah, they give us free stuff. Because I was crushing. Much easier to crush there. <laughs> not not intimidating. I there was no way I was gonna make anyone laugh at Alinea. <laughs> Surprised you liked it. Bavettes? <laughs> <laughs> no, only Alinea? because you couldn't make anyone laugh. Yeah, I was I was planning on going there and fucking with like the waiters. I wanted to ask them if they had Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a text. Yeah, he was like, I want to do a, a, a Texas accent and ask if they, y'all get enchiladas. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that would have been fun, but I was scared. You would have needed a cowboy hat. I like how nervous you got before. I'm a nervous guy. I mean, I guess. Makes sense. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know what to do now. Do you have any more shows on your schedule? I just have I canceled everything except Terrence's uh going away rat pack. Yeah, and like people have been now when people try to book me I say no or I don't respond. So you're just you can never you don't see yourself getting back at all. Um I don't see myself going to I mean I was like hanging out with um some comics the other day. And I was talking to him and I was like, "Oh, it'd be fun to just like go to a mic, I guess." Just hang out with everybody, maybe like write a bullshit bit. Uh, but I don't feel like doing a show. Like, I know that sounds weird. It does. But, I mean, because if I did a show, I'd either have to riff, which can go well, and that's okay, or it can go bad, which sucks. Um, or I can do my act, which I hate doing. Whereas if I did a mic, um,. Is it just because you would get to hang out with friends? No, it's because I would be doing new stuff. I mean, hanging out with friends is part of it, too. So then why aren't you interested in going to Mike's and like doing new stuff? Because I don't want to that bad. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I'd have to write new stuff. I don't know. I just I don't feel like doing like a performance where I like have to worry about like or have to feel like like I'm going to. It's not fun to try to do stuff that you're not excited about. Yeah, of course. You know I mean, and I don't know. Whereas a mic can you can fuck around and try new. I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna do it, but I might eventually. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not writing off that I'll like never do stand up again. But like, I'm on a true break. I believe you. Yeah. When we were driving down here, there was a moment 
where you were talking about how uh, kind of sad you are now after Alenia? Or how sad it, it made, made me you? feel very strange. Because if, at least in part, you had spent like well over a month, if not, certainly a month and probably a lot longer, like looking forward to this, like this date mentally circled on the calendar. Well, I changed like the other restaurants I was going to and I was like talking about it constantly. Yeah. And, yeah. And now you don't have that to look forward to. And my initial thought was like, oh, he's going to go back to stand up now. But I'm like, I know that's not true. One of the things that I was thinking a lot about is like when you go to a restaurant like that, it's it's really easy. And okay, let, let, say you're we're, we're, I'm an amateur comic. I go to a restaurant like that, and it's if you just comparing the mediums, it's really easy to be like, man, stand up is so like it's got so many restrictions. And whereas like food, like look at what you can do with food. And I think the reality is is like I'm seeing the I mean when when you say this, it seems obvious, but it doesn't in the moment where it's like. When you go to a place like Alenia, what you're seeing is the very best creative in this field in the world. Like, he is easily world class. Mm -hmm. You're seeing someone at, like, the height of, like, human potential in this medium. Whereas, like, me doing stand-up, like, I'm not bad at stand-up, but I'm basically doing, like, run-of-the-mill. Like, my stand-up would be the equivalent to some, like, restaurant that's, like, kind of doing okay. But, like, it's like, yeah, we can make good sandwiches. Yeah, of course. Mo most restaurants serve sandwiches. Um, so it, it kind of made me feel like, I don't know, like a mix. It made me feel this mixture of like, uh, like, oh, maybe the stand-up, like maybe I should, stand-up would be interesting if I was just doing it. I was like working harder. Or may, it also made me feel like, like maybe, maybe I'm just like, I don't, I'm not a real like creative like yeah, I can be I like a, a lot, yeah. I can be like a practitioner. Like I can do the trade. Mm. I'm not. I'm not bad. Like a lot. A lot of people think I'm good at it, but like I know that like in the scheme of things, like I'm incredibly forgettable. Uh... <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you were you were saying like that seeing someone do this is basically what you're just describing. That seeing someone do something. So phenomenal highlights how unphenomenal everything else kind of is, and yeah. um, unphenomenal you are, we are, in you know, whoever is having this thought is. Well, I, I also thought while I was there, where it's like it's like man, most things are just so uh, mundane. Most things are just so utilitarian. Like not 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 just food, just like literally every single experience you have mm -hmm. is just even when you're trying, even when you like. I just saw. Um, an action movie before I came here. So this movie Upgrade. And it was like, I enjoyed it, but it was like, I'm no different for having seen that. I'm no, like, yeah. I could, I, w I will forget about it in the course of a week. I'll, I'll be able to recall it if it's brought up, but it won't, it won't cross my mind. It's, it, it, it is like the, like, entertainment equivalent of, like, uh, sustenance. Or, like, it's like, why well, I, I didn't want to be bored today, so this is how I chose to slot that time and going to something like Alinea uh highlights how you spend almost your entire life just slotting time to avoid avoid boredom but it's also all to an extent at least all that boredom and mund mundanity mundaneness whatever yeah uh that makes something like Alinea stand out because if yeah, but that doesn't make it not depressing of course i'm not Say like, that's obviously yeah. that's true. Yeah. And that does like that 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 serves to make Alinea like or something like it that much better. But it is still sad. <laughs> it, like e e even if it's even if it's the, for something to be like truly great, it's contingent upon everything else being only so good. It's it's a fucking shame that that's the way things are. Well, then is the answer if there is an answer if this is a question, but like to try to fill your life with as much of those incredible things as you possibly can. I think that I think that you could make a, a counter argument to that pretty easily. Which would be well. I mean, it's just like it's like <laughs> it's like why rich people are unhappy. Like, how many times can you go to the Alps before it's like? I, I feel the same. Well, now you're sounding like no one's ever going to be happy. I have no idea. Yes, come aboard. <laughs> <laughs> you have kids, well, you're fine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been listening to people talk about like um, how like struggle is what makes people 
like not happy, but like I was listening. Uh, like satisfied. I forget. I was listening to some podcast where the, the dude. Do you know the documentary Restrepo? No, I don't. So it's 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 basically like a war documentary about uh, the uh, people that are fighting a really harsh and like stretched out battle in Afghanistan. And it's it's truly all, it's a beautiful place, but aside from that, it's a horrible way to live. People are dying. You're never safe. You can't really sleep. Um, but then after, but this guy wrote a book. He was a war journalist, and he made that wound up making that documentary. And he he found that both the soldiers and even him, when they left and they got back to their regular lives in America, and they're like lauded as heroes, or whatever. They did, all they wanted to do was go back to Afghanistan and sleep on the floor because like they. Because when they were in Afghanistan, they were every action they made was necessary to the survival of their side, and they believed in what they're doing, and they mm-hmm. had this sense of camaraderie that was um, that you never get anything like, and they had this sense of like uh, intrinsic community that you never get in uh, like modern placated society, mm-hmm. uh, and that. For and then th- this guy was making like an anthropological argument where he's saying that for most of the time that humans were even a species, we w- were dependent on those around us just to survive. That we are selected to thrive in difficult environments where we are needed and we are constantly tested, and that only very, very recently, through like technology and through peace, uh, have we created this society where it is like. Uh, by metrics largely created by us is seems obviously better is actually pretty counter to things that we crave biologically so a struggle is part of what we're geared for i think so no i agree with that and i think going through i mean that's the mentality what going to mike's was like that's what film school is like is you're going through this thing that's really hard and really punishing but you're in it with other people and there's part of that life that you appreciate because it's a consistent challenge and you're getting beaten down by it, but you know you can come out the other side of it. And there's like a sense of purpose of I'm going to do this thing that's really, really fucking hard because I have to. Like, I remember thinking, like, I'm going to keep open micing forever. Not because i liked it but because i'm going to that's what i'm going to be this dedicated to be to this to get really good and even though i didn't like open mics i didn't want to keep doing them but there was there's a pride in that of refusing to let it beat you and you're you put yourself in a difficult situation and you try to not die basically yeah well, that, that's part of the reason. It was weird for me to see, like, Eric Scott's doing Lincoln Lodge for the first time. He's doing it with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are both doing it for the first time I know. at the same time. Uh, when is that? Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, and Eric made this, like, he made a really heartfelt promo post where he's like, I knew about this. Sh- this is one of the only shows I knew about before I moved to Chicago. It's something I've always wanted to do. I'm really excited if you're going to come to any show, come to this one, just something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was the, on the same day where they tried to book me for, I don't, I don't even remember how many times I've done the show. Um, and I, d- I haven't even responded to the thing yet. <laughs> You're going to turn it down, though. I'm either not going to respond or I'm going to turn it down. I mean, it's probably best to turn it down to say, like, l- like listen, thank you for booking me, but I'm just, I'm just kind of taking a break, and I don't really feel like doing any shows sure. right now. Uh, but it was just very strange. And I remember the first time I did Lodge, and I was new. I, I did Lodge when I was, like, a year in. Um and I was really, really excited. Even like I got booked before that, but that w- that one felt like a jump up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was ex- incredibly excited to do Lodge the first time. And now it's like it couldn't be farther from the opposite. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I think that's the the rich guy counter argument is that like once you just have stuff, once you just have it in an abundance. Who fucking cares? So I don't. I don't know that just going to seeking out things like Alinea um, uh, is a is a method for approaching like sustained contentedness. Because when we were at Bavets on Monday, I felt like I started to understand your philosophy better, or at least what I thought your philosophy was. <laughs> I um, don't have a philosophy of just like. <laughs> 
just live and enjoy things. Like you don't have to be a thing. You don't have to build yourself into something. Just you can go. We can just have a series. Life can just be a series of enjoyable events. Yeah. And I, I think that is right. But I also don't think that that's sustainable. As we've just been talking about, it's you're gonna eventually hit that wall of like, well, now this doesn't matter to me anymore. It's uh it's Alenia again. Well, I do think hard work is what should be sought out. That's probably why you're more interested in going to a mic than doing a show. Yeah, partly. I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't feel like working hard on stand up. But that would definitely be the appeal to working at Alinea, I think, is that like it would be really hard to work there. Sure. Um and I think that there is there's a level of intensity that you just do not see. Like that that dude that was like shaking that clearly he was new. I mm-hmm. saw him talking to the chef mm-hmm. and he and he was just like all jitter <laughs> and it was like he it, I bet you get reamed there in ways that are unimaginable. I bet. And I think that you probably have incredibly long days and you don't get paid that well and I bet if you're not there everyone's kind of fucked. Mhm. Um and I bet that those waiters have like a sense of a strong sense of camaraderie. Yeah, of course, but they also have that high turnover. <laughs> yeah, because they don't get paid. I mean, it's, it's it's strange. It's like you don't get paid that well, and it's an incredible thing to have. I mean, if you're trying to be a waiter, that there's nothing better you can have on your resume. There's literally nothing nothing better. Well, I mean, I used to PA. Do you know what PA is? Yeah. Uh, for a couple movies, and I did those American Idol shoots. Um, and being a PA fucking sucks, but you do it with friends and there's like not a pride but an appreciation for how like we're at the bottom but we're going to one day we're going to go up. Yeah. And there's an appreciation for like yeah, we're doing something shitty but it's cool. It's cool that we're committed enough to do this to do something we don't want to be doing for the long game of doing something we do want to be doing. Yeah. And eventually, I mean, you're just like I'm not doing any more fucking PA work <laughs> because it fucking sucks and that's kind of that's basically what open mics are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're all finished for this week. 